0: Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September the 18th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Today was a good day overall. I will say I um, I definitely just had my monthly meltdown, like, kind of as I was, like, just sitting at home decompressing, you know, it's just one of those things where I think about the money, I'm thinking about my budget, and, you know, it's the end of the month, soon becoming the first of the month, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I forgot to pay this, I forgot to pay that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of days, moments in my life, but... I try to remind myself that um, either, you know, by my power or by a higher power, I do, you know, I try to believe in that when I can. Um, You know, I always seem to make it. So I I freak out a lot and, you know, I'm in shambles, but I always seem to be able to to rally somehow. So I'm hoping that that continues. (laughs) But yeah, overall, it's been a good day. The vibes have been overall good. I will say uh, food related. I forgot a grocery item, which I was very annoyed about. So I was like, all right, let me just go get these egg rolls now. So I went and, you know, got gas and egg rolls after work. So that was a weird Kroger purchase. But, you know, things needed to be bought. So they got bought. Uh, Let's see here. Work was overall, you know, it was Monday. It was good. It was salad, though. No complaints. Uh, Let's see here. Anything else to report in about? Oh, I made pizza for the food corner. I, um used, uh, instead of normal pepperoni, they had, um, reduced pepperoni when I went to the grocery store the other day and like reduced price. So I was like, all right, let me just get these chorizo slices. I like chorizo. So that works for me. And, uh, since I just made a, you know, a chorizo and cheese pizza and it was very yummy. Uh, you know, I was very proud of it, but, uh, you know, I think the only thing that was, Oh, I also added some, I had like a piece of bacon left. So I just like put that on a portion of it too. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it all came together. It was nice and yummy. Uh, let's see here. Ugh. Sadly, annoyingly, I realized too, because I went to weigh myself today, and I had a hoodie on. I'm like still in my shorts. I'm not giving them up yet. Plus, I think it's supposed to like wear it. It actually is going to warm up a little bit, but whatever. Um, I went to weigh myself, and I noticed I was like, oh, okay, I added some weight. And, you know, to be fair, you know, I definitely ate, you know, a decent amount this weekend. You know, we partied maybe a little too hardy on that end. But, um, something that just kind of reminded me, it's like, oh, you're going to have to like, remember that you're wearing like, you know, sweatpants and hoodies and all this kind of stuff hopping on a scale. And I always just think to myself, like you do the weird math of being like, oh yeah, if I just like, didn't have all these clothes on, then I would like, probably weigh like 10 pounds less. <laughs> I always do that. I always like, just add some asinine crazy number. Like, yeah, I'm sure I'm like, actually like just so much lighter. <laughs> But no, um, you know, overall, I know I'm going to have some setbacks in that regard. So I'm not too mad. You know, hopefully, you know, as long as we just stay under 280, I'm always happy. And hopefully, you know, I I do see some more forward progress and I can get closer to my goal, which is, you know, like 250. I'd like to be there, call that terra firma, and then like work on getting muscly. That would be my my dream bod goals. All right. But enough about fantasy. Let's uh, let's talk about reality and some news. Um, let me do my my de-stress while I have it available <laughs> before I have to budget it out. Wah. <laughs> then that's that's the fear, y'all. Me me completely like just oof raw. Mm, no, I don't think anyone really wants to see that shit. It's not fun. All right, got a couple of updates, a couple of news stories that popped up from CNN. Five Americans released from Iranian detention are en route to the U.S. Five Americans freed from Iranian detention on Monday are on their way back to the United States after initially stopping in Doha, Kutar, uh, according to a U.S. official and a source familiar with the matter. The five, all of whom have been designated as wrongfully detained, were freed as part of a wider deal that includes the U.S. unfreezing $6 billion in Iranian funds. Um, The names of the people involved, at least three of them, were Imad Shargi, Murad Tabaz, and Simak Namazi, who had all been in prison for more than five years. Namazi had been detained since 2015. The identities of the other two Americans are not publicly known. Um so yeah, they got to like, you know, have a very um you know, spirited, you know, reunion with their families and that was really sweet. That's awesome. Nice culmination, you know, into this story. Uh also there were I believe uh three total Iranians who were freed. Two went back to Iran and another went to another country. Uh, let's see. Yeah. According to Iranian to the Iranian foreign ministry, two of the Iranians were returning to Iran. One was expected to leave for another country, and the other two were expected to remain in the U.S. I'm sorry. Those who are remaining in the U.S. do not pose a national security risk, U.S. officials said, but they are freed. Um, something that was almost like being bragged about by a senior state department uh, official, the Iranians that are being released uh, as part of this Are Small potatoes. So essentially, they really wanted to brag that like how much they're sliding Iran in this situation. And another part of this is a $6 billion that is being relinquished. Uh, It was money that I believe is being held by South Korea. And it was for an oil deal. So it's essentially money that was rightfully theirs. Once again, I, I compare the situation to Afghanistan a lot because it's like we've held the money over these people's heads and said, oh, you want your money back? Well, why don't you like do better? Why don't you be better? Why don't you not piss us off? It's it's just it's the same situation here with Iran. And it's like, oh, well, Iran did. like We'll just take your people. I mean, yeah, there are people. These are Iranians too. These are Iranian Americans, but they're Americans. So we'll take them. We'll put that on y'all and why don't you guys give us our fucking money like essentially that was the conversation at hand here and 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 yes i get it like you know iran bad like they they are you know the villains in this conversation you know as the media and you know politicians will spin this shit but at the end of the day you are withholding money that is theirs which once again we are talking fucking sanctions uh, countries cannot deal with iran be in fear of that and that's fucking crazy so these are things that were worked out during the trump administration but then frozen by the biden administration and now you know they're getting their little trickle back and um they're actually supposed to have more money but they're like yeah this is what you're getting this is what's available sorry um excuse me so yeah this is a deal that um it really works out in the favor of america you know just all in all these sanctions are still in place it's still you know, hard on Iran as a country, you know, to move and operate, um, you know, and not much is going to change here in the status quo, which also kind of begs people, you know, the question of like, well, what's to stop this from happening again and again? Um, and the answer is nothing. Uh, essentially, this is a rolling problem. I know, I know that there's even more talks and more sanctions over Bob Levinson, um, which they go into in this article. Uh, essentially I think he died in, uh, about being detained by Iranians and, um, essentially, you know, America's like saying, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to find a way to get you over that, which is, I imagine is sanctions. Um, so yeah, I mean, essentially they're saying, Hey, we, we aren't going to rest until, you know, we get justice or, you know, more yada, yada, yada there. And I mean, not to so yada, yada, yada. I mean, someone as he do died, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. It's sad, but, um, you know, I, I view it as bad, bad. I view it as like, I'm happy that people are able to see their families again and be out of detention be, you know, because at the end of the day, there's pawns, they didn't do anything wrong. But, um, you know, country to country, I don't look at America as the good guys here. I just don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I think both are, you know, fucking bad and laughing here. And I think it's fucked up to use sanctions as a form of diplomacy there you go. That's what I think I wanted to word for, for long there. <laughs> uh, let's move along. Not that the news is any better from the Sacramento B. Uh, the two pilots, two pilots killed in crash on final day of Reno. Not, I'm so sorry. Not Reno, 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 like Reno, Nevada, <laughs> Reno national championship air races in Nevada. Jesus Christ. Two pilots are killed, were killed Sunday in a collision on the final day of the national championship air races at Reno-Stead Airport in Reno, Nevada. An event that is being discontinued due to, in part, or discontinued due to, in part, to its long history of deadly accidents. The Reno Air Racing Association, which I believe they have as uh, RARA, R- is like the acronym. Uh, confirmed two pilots died when their planes collided upon landing at the conclusion of the T-6 gold race at about 2 p or 2.15 p.m. on Sunday. Rara identified the victims as Nick Macy of Tool Lake and Chris Rushing of Thousand Oaks. Both were described as expertly skilled pilots and gold winners in the T-6 class. No one else was injured in the crash, uh, officials said. So, yeah, I mean, this is a very sad, very unfortunate situation. Um, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's very cool to see, you know, planes in action doing cool feats and, and stunts and things of that nature. And it's super sad that at the very end of something like this, it just ends in a fucking accident like not to you know b- bring it up again but almost just like once again like yeah, the the baby shit the the gender reveal thing I, I the story i covered where it's like man cool like as much as we don't need this fucking situation to happen very cool you know if we know it's a fucking boy now or whatever but then to see the wings just fold up and then it's crazy it's terrible um, so, you know, I, I get saying, like, hey, maybe it is time to, like, you know, pack this the Vin in, maybe <laughs> call it, I don't know, but, um, yeah, it, it's just very unfortunate that, you know, two pilots, good at what they do, you know, just sadly, planes collided and, you know, now there's a loss of life, but good that it, it didn't, you know, spiral into something worse or anything like that, um, but yeah, definitely a shame, um, uh, it, it's one of those things i actually like i feel like i see a plane at least um i mean i'm sure the average person probably looks up in the sky or whatever sees a plane probably like weekly right i do i have a airstrip that like a little local uh airstrip by where i live so i'm always seeing like an actual casual little biplane flying overhead and um I always kind of think of like the Breaking Bad scene, but like with a small plane, not a commercial big plane. And it's like, man, I would hope that never happens to me, where I have to like see some crazy, like, you know, uh, catastrophe in the air like that while I'm trying to just go to my car to like do laundry or whatever. That be that would that would uh, live with me. <laughs> but that being said, you know, you know, condolences to the people involved. Um, and yeah, it's a shame, you know. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, the, the we got one more thing to. To cover before we close out for the night, for the day. Then let you guys get to your Monday Monday lasagna. Uh, let's see here. But you know I'm taking my break. You know me. Ooh wee. All right, our last story is from The Insider. Fitting that I took a drink for this. The humanoid robot CEO of a drinks company says it doesn't have weekends and is always on 24-7. Yeah, because you're a fucking robot. Um, So yeah, this is a cool little stunt from this um, Polish drink company. I believe it's called Dictator. Is how you pronounce it, maybe? I don't know. Uh, The humanoid robot... CEO of a Polish drinks company, is one busy boss. Dictator dictator appointed the AI-powered robot named Mika as its experimental chief executive in August last year, and it's not afraid to put in the hours to help the company take over the world. Mika told Reuters, it's always on 24-7 and works seven days a week. I don't really have weekends. I'm always on 24-7, ready to make executive decisions and stir up some AI magic. What the fuck? Like, this, this to me is just so funny because it feels like it's giving the game away. That one... AI is fucking overrated and it's just doing bot shit. It's just giving you fucking dialogue lines that it's supposed to fucking give you and that's it. And two, that CEOs don't do anything. Like don't do a goddamn thing. I'm literally like hearing and and listening to these fucking car CEOs talk about how like yeah it's it just makes so much more sense for us to be making three to like four hundred times more than the eight, like lowest paid worker uh, because we work so hard but we work so hard you guys work so hard like you know what I mean it's just a mirrored effort you know but meanwhile we just have this literal pile of fucking data talking to rooters, and just being like, yeah, i work so hard to deliver AI magic. Meanwhile, what do you really do, though? They don't do anything. Mika doesn't fire anyone. They don't handle anything. They just run logistics. They just cover the DAO, aka they just handle the fucking NFTs. God, I love what I do. I love when the synergy happens, because we just talked about how useless, like, fucking NFTs are in this day and age in the year 2023. My, how long they lasted, how useful they were. What were the big investments? no mika does not handle anything she barely handles the fucking rum that dictator sells like i i don't get it i don't understand but at the end of the day i get it in the sense of like you you made this like really off like uncanny human like thing and that's gonna get news it's gonna get eyeballs but this isn't like i guess technically revolutionary i think um hong kong has done this before. Uh, so you know China's done it, been there, done that. I think they have their own thing. What is it called? Um, Dick yeah, Dictator is not the first company to make a bot its CEO. I love that because they're saying bot. I think Dictator is saying the difference is though is theirs a humanoid. I don't I don't fucking know. But um, last year, a Chinese gaming firm appointed an AI powered virtual humanoid robot named Tang excuse me Tang Yu as the chief executive of a subsidiary. Fujon net dragon websoft also that goes fucking hard but um yeah i mean this to me is just joke it's just smoke and mirrors but to me once again in doing this whole magic operation you give the game away and you show people how goddamn useless these fucking ceos are they are just faces of a company oscar the grouch does more than the fucking you know elon musk at x company yeah, like they don't do anything they're just wasting their fucking time they're wasting your fucking time but you know hey i, I will give this company credit because once again behind the scenes i i just said it mika doesn't fire anybody they don't do anything it's done by a group of people of uh, people who are literally with a straw sucking the money of like people who are actually doing the work So, you know, good for them. Good for them to have a fucking digital ass little fucking masquerade and not have to actually pay anybody. They just pay like a group of people to manage this AI so it doesn't fucking glitch out in an interview. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm sure Insider is going to tell the story a little bit better than I did. But, um, you know, you're here. We did it. We did it pretty quick too. You know, nice fashion. Thank you so much for listening. You know, it feels good just to be able to talk about myself, talk about some news, you know, just really lay it out on the table. Really leave it on the pitch, if you will. So yeah, that means a lot in and of itself. But if you'd like to support me further, uh, you know, maybe get me out of my um, financial misadventures, endeavors, problems, whatever, uh, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com says so News. Uh, you become a newsie. I dub thee a newsie with that. I say your name on the podcast. I plug a project that you're doing. Uh, sure, you can dig through, with, like, you know, there's like under 30 episodes of some, like, you know, you can call it bonus material, old news, if you will, at this point. But that's there, too. Um, let's see here. Free ways to hit me up. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And then I'm on all of the socials. I mentioned X, formerly known as Twitter. But um, also, I'm on Facebook. I'm on all of the things. Please subscribe to the uh, YouTube. That's a free way to help out the podcast, help out the effort. Um hit the thumbs up, give me all the star reviews, follow on your listening platform. If it's not YouTube, whatever, that always helps, helps you find me again, if you like what you heard. Uh, So yeah, that's it. Um, Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye bye.